Welcome to season three of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Chris. If you're new to the podcast, we're three friends and a producer who like to showcase craft breweries and their beers. Also, we like to end every episode with a short conversation on a variety of different topics. If you're not new to the podcast, well, you know what to expect. The three connoisseurs haven't changed and the producers are always a wild card. Whether you're new or returning, please feel free to listen to all of our previous content. And remember, follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send us a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And along with us today is producer Logan. Hello, Logan. What's up? Surprising. Oh, yeah. No, there he is. That's him all the way down there. <laughs> small guy. Small, small, guy. <laughs> small guy. He was hiding, hiding behind the corner there. Yes. Um, so in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing Sada City Brewing Company out of Gravenhurst, Ontario. Nice. It's about time, eh? It is yeah. about time. We, we like Sawdust, oh, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I like so we're going to be having two beers in the episode, both new releases within the last couple months from Sawdust. The first is the Tropical Storm Cranberry Mule, which is a sour IPA. Nice. The second is Mocha Crunch, which is a milk stout. There we go. And we're going to be wrapping up today's episode. We're going to be talking about cottages. Yeah. Oh, yes. Cottage time. Makes sense. All right. So talking about Sawdust City, uh, the brewery is located at 397 Muskoka Road North in downtown Gravenhurst, as we mentioned. Uh, so Sawdust City opened its doors back in July of 2014. So, you know, almost nine years ago now. Mm-hmm. Good math, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, when they purchased an old Canadian Tire location. So, I guess Canadian Tire upgraded their spot and Sada City, Sada City swooped in. Yes. Gravenhurst still does <laughs> have a Canadian Tire location. It's okay. Yeah, which you need. You need that it's in, true. in, like in a, a city. Like a yeah. water plane coming into the dock. Just yeah, swooped, just swooped in. in. Yeah. <laughs> so, you cannot miss the brewery uh, location because couple of reasons. Number one, we just told you what the address is. So if you are going there, you would put that in your GPS and it would take you right there. But they also have a very big yellow Adirondack chair out front, which is quite common up in the Muskoka region. So, Except for yeah. the size of this one. It's quite this large. This one's a little bigger than what to... You're used to, I think. Yes, I, ha- I have heard. Like a couple families could size. sit on this thing. Yes. Yeah. I have sat on it. I as well. Yes. Wow. I you. have not. Oh, but I have sat in a Adirondack <laughs> chair before. <laughs> totally, totally the same thing. <laughs> so the name of the brewery comes from the nickname of the town back in the days when mills and lumberyards lined the shores of Mus- of the Muskokas in Gravenhurst. Uh, obviously, lots of sawdust was created from uh, <laughs> from from those mills and lumberyards. I mean, it might have been named differently if it was lined with Canadian tires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you need lots of <laughs> Canadian. You don't really need more than one, probably, in Greenland. You, d- you don't but. know that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Maybe you do need more than one. There you go. So Sada City is owned and is still operated by Rob and Carl Engman uh, with co-founder Sam Corbeil, uh, who's also the head brewer. So yes. the beers that we are having today, we'll just thank Sam. Uh, and all the other front. ones he's made. Yeah. yeah. too. He's made a... A few good ones, yeah. He uh, does make good a boatload. Stuff. There you yeah. go. Uh, there. Good, <laughs> love to see it. Good to keep it cottagey, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Sawdust, they actually started brewing their first beers at Niagara College. 
I mean, we have never talked about Niagara College at not, all. Not once. Not it's our chance. first mention, I think, in the podcast. <laughs> well, this episode, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, actually, it was on Halloween in, in 2011, so uh, a little spooky. Ooh. There it is. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Who needs a soundtrack? <laughs> it's like, like soundboard, you know? I am the soundtrack. There yeah. it is, yeah. Oh, to my heart. Ooh, um, and it took a while to perfect the recipes uh, and brands that you see today. So uh, I guess... We, when we'd say it took took a little while, uh, maybe roughly three years. Yeah, between October twenty eleven. Find a location first, right? Well, yeah. that's true. Yeah, okay, takes fair. a little bit. Yeah, I mean Niagara to Muskoka. Yeah, it's true. It's, uh, it's a hike. Took just yeah. as long as producer Logan to scroll down here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the twenty thousand square foot facility is located on the main street of Gravenhurst and includes a twenty four hectoliter Canadian made brew house, canning line, barrel aging room, a large retail store, and tap room in. Dearingly titled The Saloon. I've Ooh. also been to The Saloon. Yes. Tyler? Chris? Yeah, I've been to The Saloon as well. You've been to a saloon, but not <laughs> the saloon, I bet, right? I have not been to the saloon. Uh, you know. You're missing out. It's <laughs> yeah. great, great saloon. I think we should probably bring him up there this summer. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. Ah, busy that day. Yeah, same. <laughs> busy driving some places. Anyway. Yeah, I got a lot of places to drive this <laughs> summer, let yeah, me yeah, tell you. Exactly. <laughs> and Gravenhurst isn't one of them. Not, well, hey, it might be. We'll see. We'll look okay. by, yeah. Uh, the retail store sells cans, bottles, and, you know, producer Logan's favorite, growlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big growler guy. Canadian-made merchandise and local products. So it's kind of like carrying on the Canadian tire tradition, just yes. <laughs> selling Canadian stuff. Still. Except the triangle points aren't accepted here, I don't think. <laughs> anyway. Yours cool. the Canadian tire money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wish I wish it was, you know. That's they should have like a label, just the Canadian tire money as one of their beers. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Anyway. Uh, Sawdust is dedicated to being as local and as sustainable as possible, making sure that everything that they sell is responsibly sourced. So huh? they vo- hey, the vocal point of the tapper, okay? 24-foot live-edge bar milled from a 100-year-old naturally felled pine tree, honoring the long history of logging in Muskoka's. So the bar features 18 draft lines. That's a, yeah, that's it's a, good amount. It's a, a lot. It's a nice yeah. bar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Tasting flights. So they actually have like two size flights. They have like a four one, and they have like, I think you can have all 18. Whoa. Yeah. Or maybe it's 12. Maybe yeah. 12. Yeah, I don't know. There's I... a big wheel there. I think it might be 12. My math, not so good. Chris's math, really good. <laughs> all right. Mug Club, Tudor Tastings, and the patio was added in 2019, which features a pergola? Pergola. So, pergola. English, too. Hey, I gotta go know, back to school. I actually, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I prefer pergola. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest I mean, with you. Yeah. You're adding in letters, but yeah. cool. But let's just say give, that there's. Give, hey, give it, give it your little Bronx twist to it. No, no, no. No, give it a little Bronx twist. Pergola. No, that's terrible. <laughs> let's just say that they have ample outdoor seating to enjoy sawdust beers. Yeah, not Can we just say that no matter what. Yeah, cheer, you know? Yeah, English or whatever is involved with that. What kind of chairs doesn't matter. There's a good amount of space to be outside yeah. and enjoy your beers. There you go. So you mentioned that the two of you have been to the saloon. Uh, Logan, have you been to the saloon as well? Yes, yes. he has. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. Actually, I believe he went with Tyler. Yeah. Wow. Good story about that. They actually drove like an extra half an hour from where we were staying at a cottage in Washago to Gravenhurst just to have Soda City beers, then drove back mm-hmm. because they didn't want to get to the cottage too early. They're that good. Well, it wasn't just that. I wanted the beers. <laughs> you could have had them on the Sunday when I went, when you're coming back. Well, yeah, there's actually a correction <laughs> that we have to make in the script because I think uh, Logan doesn't really know me too well and didn't really actually ask uh, how many times I've been there. So we'll make that correction on the fly. But uh, Brett, how many times have you been? I've been twice. There you actually. go. Both times this past summer, actually. Good. And in here, it says Tyler and Logan have uh, gone once that 
last time in the past summer, which is actually incorrect. I've been there more than once. I've been there three times. Oh, uh, three times. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've been there three different times. Well, uh, apparently Logan does not know you well enough. Or did not care to ask. <laughs> a little bit of option A, a little bit of option B. <laughs> yeah. I, I was there uh, this past summer. I've, I was there actually for a wedding that was up in Gravenhurst. Uh, that was the summer the, before, I think, was wasn't it? The summer before. Yeah. And then I was actually there for a work conference. Um, I guess that would have been three or four years ago. Ah, uh, yes, the so. old work conference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right yeah. on the water. Yeah, right on the water. She was beautiful right yes. there, you know. But, uh, yeah, so I've, I've been there three three different times and have enjoyed myself just as many. Chris, you alluded to this a little bit earlier on, but how many times have you been concert? I, ha- I have not been uh, been there, unfortunately. Damn. Damn. Yeah, but it is definitely a brewery that I would like to get to. I'd hope yeah. so. Yeah. You should. I, yeah, definitely. Just dive right in. Get there. <laughs> oh I'll take my water plane. There you, uh, there you go. So the beer itself, when they make it, they do utilize the pure Muskoka spring water that is readily available around them. Uh, the finest malts and the choicest tops. Uh, they also use the freshest ingredients through all four seasons, including limited batch, barrel age, and experimental beers as well. So they've got a little bit of everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. Now, I was going to take this next point, but I know that uh, Brett probably, probably no, really wants it. No, go ahead. No, no, please, I know you really please. want to. This is something that you, you love this stuff. I do like collaboration. We can collaborate on this. No. All right, go ahead. Right. Anyway, so Sawdust <laughs> does have fun with lots of collaborations, and late last year collaborated. collaborated God, English. I should have took it. Yeah, I should have took it. With Third Moon and Beer Town for Bone Pine. So it's inspired by Sawdust City Staple, Lone Pine, and yep. Third Moon Staple, Bone Tree. So it merged the hops of Lone, uh, Lone Pine, <laughs> Lone Tree, sorry, with the malt body. No, uh, you know what? Lone Pine, Bone Tree, English. <laughs> it's not great. Hops of Lone Pine, yep. malt body of Bone Tree. There you go. Okay. So now I'm going to slide it over to Tyler, who's going to not screw up the next part and just take it. All right. Thank you so much, Brett, for throwing it back <laughs> over here. I'm Tyler. <laughs> Coming out very soon is actually going to be the Lone Tree um, to all beer town locations, which will actually be kind of a flip in the terms of the hops and the bone tree and uh, and the malt body of the Lone Pine. So it's the the inverse of whatever Brett was trying to get out earlier on. Yeah, see, I jumped ahead a little bit because yeah. I was so eager about getting Lone Tree. Right. It's true. Yeah. So we have the bone pine and then the, the Lone the, Tree. The Lone Tree. Okay. So just take the uh, hops and the malts and flip them for whichever one you want and uh, just remember that the hops come from whichever the last word is in the title of the beer. Yeah, there's a lot of four letter words that are <laughs> <laughs> mixing in together and getting confused. <laughs> we'll what figure a time. it out. What a time. I guarantee you nobody's following what we're talking about. <laughs> just go to Beer Town, okay? <laughs> go to Beer Town, ask for the Sawdust City and Third Moon collab and they'll have it. That's the moral it, of the story. It's true. So <laughs> something that we do know is on Untap, there's 539 different beers created by Sawdust. That is a lot. Yes. It is a lot. Um, with an average rating of 3.73 out of 5 and over 276,000 check-ins. Also a lot. Mm-hmm. A couple. It might Indeed. be your brewery of choice up in the Muskokas. I think it is. Oh, yeah. And definitely a quarter of a million check-ins. <laughs> a quarter of a million check-ins yeah. might also agree with that. I would say Sam's been busy. In yes. those nine and a half, or nine that. years, yeah. True. So myself, I have 30 check-ins. None of them have been before the episode today, like recording day. Seems like it might have been through a, me stumbling through the last part, but <laughs> Yeah, no. you have not. What <laughs> no, you're trying to say, I think, even now, is that you've not consumed uh, a no. lot of beers this morning. Do I want to? Yes. <laughs> okay. So I've had 30 check-ins with three fives. So one is Everyday Magic, which is probably my favorite New England IPA. It is a really good beer. Mm, yeah. yeah. The Orange Creamsicle Sour, and then the Double Juicin'. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, Double Juicin'. Very good. It's like juicing twice. Tyler? 
Jeez. Um, yes. So I've uh, we've talked about this. Is we haven't had a whole lot of uh, check-ins from a lot of the breweries in the past. When you kind of add them all up, this one's a little bit different. It is. Um, <laughs> which might also be uh, in relation to that twenty seven or two hundred seventy-six thousand check-ins. But I've had twenty-three. Um, I've only given one five out of five. I have enjoyed a lot of their beers. Um, they ha- do probably have a higher average uh, rating than my normal. Um, and it was the Viva La Stout. Um, again, I, I mean, I've been, damn good beer. been enjoying a lot of uh, stouts, uh, a little bit more so as we kind of go along with uh, the, the podcast. But Viva La Stout, delicious. Beautiful. So uh, I'll hit Logan's first. So he's had 25 check-ins and he's given one five out of five, uh, which was the Passion Fruit Guava Flavored Kettle Sour. And I have had 15 check-ins, despite not being to the brewery. And uh, the highest ratings I've given, uh, two 4.75s. Number one was Lusciousness Hazelnut Latte, and which is a stout, and Juicin, which is the single Juicin IPA. <laughs> yes, so yes, you, you might give that, what, a nine and a half if you had the double? Yeah. Out of five? 100%. <laughs> and then you go lowest terms, which would be... <laughs> so one thing I do want to kind of note here um, about their beers and some of our favorites, and this speaks, I think, to the brewery overall. We'll probably see this when we try some of the beers uh, later on in the episode. But they have a wide variety of beer types that we enjoy. Yes. Uh, we've got um, the double juice, and we've got the creamsicle sour we got a kettle sour we got a stout that's up there we've got a new england ipa so it's not necessarily like oh if i like sours i'm just going to enjoy um side ice like you probably will enjoy a sour from there but it, it's not like they're specific honed in on like they just do ipas really well yeah and i don't think i've had anything from sawdust that's been bad like right. Everything agree, yeah. that they make everything. is. Well, I'm going to knock on some wood. Hopefully that doesn't <laughs> right. change. <laughs> everything that they make is quality. Now, now it might not be in the you know higher than a four, but it's not lower than like a three. Yeah. I would say yeah. there's no pour outs. Yeah. yeah. So currently there's 28 different beers listed on their website for purchase. So you know, get a few friends together, collab. Don't make a podcast though, because we're still number one. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> delivery wise, free local delivery within Gravenhurst and Muskoka regions, and there's a $15 flat rate shipping across Ontario. Tap room and bottle shop hours Sunday to Thursday, 11 to 9, and Friday and Saturday, 11 to 11. Beautiful. Well, as always, we're going to link to their information on our social media so you can get a hold of their beers. And let's dive right into the first one. All right, here we are, kicking back on we our... We are here. We're in our Adirondack chairs, just chilling. <laughs> no, you're on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> we should have brought some in for the episode. I'm the only one in a chair right now. <laughs> hey. Ooh, I, I have a chair. I'm, I have a chair. <laughs> king of the castle, king of the castle. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right, so let's get this back on track. All right. Please. Big thank you to Chelsea for uh, connecting with us and all the staff over at Sawdust City for providing the beers on today's episode. So thank you very much. Thank you, Chelsea and everybody else. Uh, We're not going to name them all because I'm sure there's a lot and we don't know their names. Uh, So (laughs) the first first beer we're going to have, as we mentioned, is Sawdust City's newest release within the Tropical Storm series. Uh, their Cranberry Mule. So this one comes in at 6.2% ABV with 25 IBUs. Yes. So the Cranberry Mule is stated as being a cocktail lover's IPA. Made with 100% real ginger, cranberry juice, and fresh lime zest. Along with Mosaic, Nelson Savon, Idaho 7 hops, two-row, oat malt, oat flakes, Careform, Dextrose, and foggy London yeast. This beer is a smash of all good things cocktail and all good things beer, 
that will best pair with, because I'm a little hungry too, uh, <laughs> grilled sea bass, calamari, goat cheese, and a Thai noodle salad. I would say you almost like all those things, Brett. Uh, not big fan of grilled sea bass. Uh, calamari, eh. Goat cheese and Thai salad, though. Yeah. I've seen you put back some calamari. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. If he's hungry enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons and untapped at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Uh, the rating for Tropical Storm Cranberry Mule is 3.57 out of 5, and there's 40 check ins of it at the time of the recording. We don't know right now how many fives have been given, but maybe we can get Logan on that. Yeah, I should do something, right? Yeah, get on that, Logan. Well, uh, Logan's doing that. I'm going to. Maybe take a take a talk about this beer before we, we move on. Um, I think it is very important when we go to open it up is understanding that this is listed as a cranberry mule. Um, and because of it, we know it's beer, but we also have to kind of go in thinking it is also going to be like a, a Moscow mule kind of esque, and hence where you're going to get the ginger push. Um, just in, there is zero five out of fives. Yes. Zero five and, out of fives. And a little bit of an update. Uh, it is actually now rated at a 3.59. Ooh. With Ooh. 61 check ins. Ah, right? So a lot job, of check ins. Logan, Logan must have written this script like a year ago or something. Like that. <laughs> actually, what I think he did is just scrolled up. Like on his phone, and it refreshed. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. He doesn't so, want to pay for data, right? <laughs> you got on the Wi-Fi here. So how many check-ins was it? 61. Okay, good. All right. So let's, uh, with that update information, um, grab our glass, grab our cans, and let's open her up. Nice. Great sound. Nice a splash in the face there. Oh. Yeah. So Seriously, dude. Yeah. So we are uh, drinking this out of an IPA glass today, as it is a sour IPA. So make sure to use your proper glassware. Now, could we have went with a sour glass? Yeah, sure. I'll allow it. Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate that. All right. Why didn't we do one and we should have had one person do the sour glass? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that sounds like a producer, Logan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a old Logan. Yeah. Not saying you're sour or anything, but just saying. You could have done it. Said you messed up. <laughs> so on the uh, on the color here, a little bit of a, I'll call it like a muted cranberry color. Um, you know, like a little lighter, diluted maybe. Ooh, diluted. Um, I'll go with diluted. Yeah, diluted's color. better than I'll a muted cranberry. Yeah. You know, I'd like go with either. Just a silent cranberry color. Okay, <laughs> I'd go. I'd go with either. I, I could see both. Thank you. Because um, it's not like super red like you would expect from a cranberry but it has that kind of reddish orange tinge to it and pretty pretty uh opaque i would say a little bit of pinkish too yeah i was waiting for you just to end it there pretty pretty <laughs> pretty pretty <laughs> it's pretty and pink like oh, the can i mean pretty, it is it pretty is pretty, pretty. do you want to talk about the can Brett? no yeah uh no, this well, one i may actually get almost correct well we'll see <laughs> right so it's got a little bit of a mug with a nice little umbrella on it i assume when you have a moscow mule or anything like that you get it with an umbrella on it could be wrong. Uh, but there are some lemons, you know, some limes. Um, looks like a couple cactuses in there. No, that's ginger. Ah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Almost got it right. <laughs> this I, is becoming my favorite segment. I, I saw the ginger on yeah. there. I was like, he is not going to get that get one. Yeah. I'm not a ginger guy. Ginger no. ale? Sure. Okay. Ginger ale than that? No. 
All right. Yeah. What we should have done is we probably should have had this in a copper uh, mug. Yes. So we should have. That is that, that is, is what they would be depicting on their can there. Is represented there. I got uh, one of those at home. I could just uh, produce a Logan would let me know. I would have brought it. Yep. Uh, what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys smelling? Uh, ginger. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it, it's very strong. It's on same the with ginger the, on the nose. The lime. Yeah, it's a nice little ginger lime mixture. I think. Yeah, it's not like much cranberry off the nose. Ginger almost. Hits you right away and then kind of transitions. How are your to nostrils lime? feeling right now? You a little cleared up more? I don't know if you can ask that. <laughs> yeah, that that ginger might yeah. might clear it up. A I little think bit. the uh, I think what I'm getting is the ginger with with like a, a lime, um, probably like an undertone. Um, cranberry to me is it's a very light fruit, yeah. So it is going to be uh, muted. We'll say uh, both probably in uh, in in the flavor. Uh, because ginger will overpower, I th- I think. Yes. We'll see how balanced it kind of comes out. Um, I hope that we can get a little bit of everything. I hope so, too. Um, and speaking of hoping to get a little bit of everything, maybe we should drink it and find out. See if we do get a bit of everything. What a segue. So why don't, why don't you guys have a, a couple sips? And yeah, I'll, I'll, ju- I'll just mention to everyone, based on Untapped, there's, uh, this is the fourth different Tropical Storm uh, Sour IPA that they've released. And this is... I'm I'm having the third one, so I've had a couple others: the uh, mojito one and the daiquiri one. I've you would have before. the mojito one. Yes, I, I like that one. They yeah. also have a mimosa one, which I have not had, but yes. I that would have been good. Mm-hmm. Of the tropical storm series. Yeah, yes. that's, that's right. the fourth one. Yes, I think I think I've had that one. I think I've had all of them. I could be wrong. All I right. could be right. Who knows? No, I haven't had the mojito, but mm. I have had the mimosa and the daiquiri. There you go. Good beers. And um, what do you think about this one? While well, Brett finds that oh, I have not had the mimosa. Yeah, I'm definitely getting the ginger up front, um, and like it's it's difficult because it it kind of smacks you a bit. Yeah. Um, but then it does cool itself off, and I think that is kind of helping with the cranberry and, and the lime aspect of it. Um, but because it comes forward as it's a, like a ginger sour. Like that's, yes. that's what I'm getting. Yeah. Um, and then I think, as I say, it, it, it backs off with the other flavors coming through at the end. Yeah. This is a lot of ginger on the forefront. Yep. Indeed. It's, yep. it definitely hits you strong, but once you get past the ginger, the actual cranberry and like limes, that's flavor that's coming through on the tail end is actually very refreshing. Yeah. And it's not overly sour, right? No, like no. it's, it's a nice amount of sour. Yeah. It's not tart. No. Like which, it's, which it's, is good because cranberry and lime are, sour yeah very uh, acidic fruits yeah Yeah. um but yes i i agree the ginger and like you can tell based on the taste because i think there is a difference uh in taste that it it's straight from you know the ginger root your your cactus there brett um (laughs) because it definitely has that that flavor coming through now ginger sometimes will be um a little spicy Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are getting a little bit of a spice to yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's a little yeah, spicy. Right? A little bit. Um, not saying there's anything wrong with it. And sometimes that kind of comes through as maybe a little heat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just kind of lingers there a little bit, right? Yeah. And I think it's it's good to point out about that sour aspect. Because if this was straight up just a kettle sour, I think it would have been completely different. Uh, one, because it's not the IP aspect. But being yeah. the, the kettling of it would have changed this. And it would have been maybe too tart. Definitely agree. And um, I think that the direction that they chose to go on this, I, I see it and I, I, re- I really respect it. Like it, it makes for uh, probably the better beer choice out of the two. Mm-hmm. Now, a quick question for you. Uh, you were just uh, traveling to uh, Portugal. 
Uh, I was there, yes. yes. And I didn't a, mention it. Yeah, Let yeah, the record true. show. Yeah, <laughs> but people on our Instagram would have saw that you were obviously in Portugal. Yes. And um, you had a ginger beer there. I did. How would this one compare to a ginger beer? Mm. Yeah, so there's some similarities to it. Um, but there's obviously going to be a bit different based on the base, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I'm enjoying um, about the same, but it's again, it's they're, they're two different ballparks. Because a ginger beer probably isn't sour. It right? was not. It was not yeah. sour, but um, and it was a full on just ginger yeah. base. So it was like it was a ginger cherry, and so cherry would have had a bit more of the tartness too, which would, the cranberry doesn't. So it's kind of a give and take. There are some similarities to it, but being a straight up ginger beer, um, completely different than this one. Yeah. But I mean, good flavor profile in here. I, I'm tasting everything. Yeah. And I, I want to go back for another, ta- like, you know, sip. And I'm it's, not, one, not it's, it's a good thing that the beer is saying, okay, it's got this, this, and this, and it's hitting all points so far. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. And Sadas is usually pretty good at that in terms of telling you exactly what the beer is and hitting all those points. Yeah, we're getting yeah. everything. So speaking of uh, all those different points, why don't we talk about the top five flavor profiles? So the first one comes in as sour. Not going to be number one for me, but in top five. Yeah, I, I, would, have, not, I would not put it in, in no. Couldn't no, have said it any better myself. Um, number two is ginger. Yeah, that would be number one for me. Yeah, that yeah, would I be agree. number one as yeah. well. Yeah. Number three is herbal. Which I presume is also kind of getting at that ginger piece, but I wouldn't, I don't think I would put herbal there. Yeah, I wouldn't either. You've already listed ginger. Yeah. There's no sense of kind of yeah. doing a redundancy. And again, once this beer gets more check ins, probably that herbal does float its way off the list. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking. Let's hope so. Number four is tart. Um, I don't think I would put that there. Like, I think having sour as like the two or th- number two or three would be probably sufficient mm-hmm. enough for me. I'd be more like acidic. That's kind of what I would maybe put in the number four mm. range, right? Okay. Like it's not tart, but it's got the acidity. Sure. And then number five is berries. So I think cranberry is an option as a flavor profile. So I'm surprised that that's not coming through rather than berries. And that's what Logan says too, is maybe yeah. cha- changing it out and getting you know the specificity of uh, cranberry put in there instead of the berries. Well, and I'm, I was, you, I'm glad you said that word because I, I would have I, it up. I knew it. <laughs> I, I knew he had it typed there and I was like, I got to say it because if, <laughs> if, if Brett does it, Logan's going to be mad because we'll be here for like forever just trying to get the specificity. Yeah. It would have been a problem. There you go. But I also would put lime, I would say. I would... I was going to say that yeah. is a lime should be definitely added to this. Um, the cranberries may be listed as, as a five. I'm getting more of a lime that probably replace herbal out and put lime in into the three spot for me. Um, yes. I'm getting more lime than cranberry. I would agree. Oh yeah. I'd say, I think we're all on the I same page. Yeah, of this. Yeah, I think you know so. What I mean, like I think we're all probably going to be sitting somewhere around the same. I'm thinking so, but we probably should see what other people think about this beer. So there is some untapped uh, check-ins on this one. And Tyler, you have the very first one. I do. The first one is Dana R. The handle is Star Lightning 1977. And on March 6th, you're going to find that some of these, they should all be relatively new um, or closer to the release date of this because the beer is new. Um, Said, tart and tangy with herbal notes. Hints of ginger, cranberry, and lime are well-balanced. Light with a tinge of bitterness in the finish. 3.75 out of 5. Yeah, I like that yeah. review. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yep. Uh, so the next one comes from Big Tall Goof. Uh, same handle. It's not uh, my burner account. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I'm not Kevin Durant. <laughs> said, said tall, though. 
I wouldn't classify he's tall. He's six one. I mean, he's yeah. pretty tall. I wouldn't say he's tall. I think. But he's goof. Tall. Let me tell you, big goof for sure. <laughs> oh, red horse blanket. Am I right? <laughs> so big tall goof, aka Brett Burner account on February eighteenth said ginger up front, almost taking it to a ginger beer territory. There you go. Almost. Uh, almost. But yeah. not, not there. Yeah. Cranberry is definitely there. This takes me back to the ginger beers served with bitters I was having in Ireland with very mm. similar herbal flavors. And Big Tall Goof gave it a four out of five. Yeah, I, I, can, I can understand that. And we talked about that. I'm glad that you brought it up earlier, Brett, about that uh, hard ginger beer that I had um, on my vacation. There you go. All well, right, I'm going to get yeah. us started off. And I'm going to give it a three point five um logan out of five come on logan speed it up <laughs> chris what do you got yeah so uh i i agree with you tyler i'm gonna give it a 3.5 as well um but i don't think there's necessarily I, I think they did a good job making this beer and making all the flavors come out that they wanted to it's just not necessarily what i would gravitate to couldn't have okay. said it better myself chris literally that's, that's a, I'm giving it a three five as well. It's again for what they what they did here, great style. Just nothing that maybe I would, you know, look at the LCBOs etc. to to pick up. Yeah, and it's probably something I would grab off the shelf of the LCBO because number one, it's Sawdust City and they make good stuff, yep. and I like to try for sure. You know, kind of okay. different stuff, right? So, yep. uh, producer Logan coming in at a three point two five, so just a little bit lower than us. Yeah, on the totem pole because he doesn't have a voice and we do. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So that's going to give us an overall team score of the 3.5 times 3 and the 3.25. Logan's got the math done for me. Thank you, Logan. It's going to be a 3.4375, which we will round on up because there's three of us and the math makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to move on to beer number two. So, the second sawdust beer we're having today is Mocha Crunch, which is a milk stout based off one of everybody's favorite Canadian chocolate bars. Well, not mine, but like, I'm sure a lot of people do like the chocolate bar that this is based off of. Do we know what it's based off of? Guess we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, this beer is labeled as delicious combination of chocolate, coffee, and soft vanilla wafers. Chocolate, coffee, and soft vanilla wafers? I think you could probably put it together. It's a Mars bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a Mars bar with a soft vanilla wafer in it before. There you go. <laughs> so, utilizing vanilla and mocha extract along with lactose sugar. Uh, the Magnum hops are in this along with two-row. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Crafa Special Type 2, Munich 2, Dark Roast Crystal, Wheat Flakes, Toasted Barley Flakes, and California Ale Yeast Mocha Crunch. Well, best pair with desserts, such as, uh, well, just, really, just all the desserts. Really, all the desserts. <laughs> just have it with everything, right? Yep. You can also have it with barbecue and blue cheese, if that's your thing. It's not mine, Yeah, so. I was going to say, I, I judge people who enjoy blue cheese. Wow. So. There you uh, go. I greatly enjoy blue cheese. Oh. I judge you now. We're <laughs> the judgment is upon you, Chris. <laughs> I mean, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> well, on on tap for this beer, it's not bad. So this Mocha Stout has an average rating of 4.06 with uh, out of 5, of course, with 52 check-ins. Now, uh, Logan's just doing a little quick math. Oh, 0, 5 out of 5s again. Uh, dang. But there could be one coming up. We'll see, right? There could be. Could be. Maybe. Who knows? 
at least one of us has had a five out of five on a Sada City Stout before. So mm-hmm. <laughs> surprise, not me. It's true. That is actually a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fact that's not a five out of five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, grab your coffee. Cr- nope. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. That's so weird. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so grab weird. your caramels. Okay. Let's. <laughs> How do I say that? Yeah. Uh, grab your cans and your glasses and let's open her up. Oh, that's yeah. nice on the nose. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Yes. Um, I'm not going to steal Chris's part because Chris is pouring currently, as I'm uh, as I am as well. Um, but I'm pouring this into some sort of type of glassware. Yes, you are. What glassware is it? Well, this is a stout glass. So I think I mentioned in our last episode that we uh, hadn't pulled them out yet. So back to back episodes with a stout glass. So make sure to use your proper glassware. And with that plot for with that proper glassware, we're seeing a fair amount of head on this one. Yes, um, indeed, actually, a cool. lot. <laughs> a, a, a quick pour, if you will. From you could probably measure it both ways. You, <laughs> yeah, your four finger uh, discount on this one might might work out well. But uh, an, how many an, knuckles? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Lateral knuckles <laughs> on the old uh, metacarsals. Uh, Maybe make it like a parabola with milk. <laughs> The parabola, parabola, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make a parabola soon when the, the angle is going to go down my mouth, down the hatch. No? Okay. okay. So, uh, yeah, a nice fluffy head on this. Uh, what are you guys getting on the nose? Uh, I would say that unnamed chocolate bar. <laughs> I, think I would get- also say that unnamed chocolate bar that I have had a couple times but do not like, but I, I like the smell of this beer. I think you can name it. Yeah, so I crisp think, de la coffee. There it is. Yeah, en français. There you go. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's the actual Absolutely translation. Absolutely not. It is 100% not. <laughs> it, it sounds accurate. Um, but yeah, this smells just like a coffee crisp, uh, which makes a lot of sense. And uh, being more specific, I guess, you get that coffee flavor, but, or sorry, coffee nose, but also. I some love a good coffee nose. <laughs> coffee on the nose, but also some chocolate and that kind of, you know, breadiness, if you will, which, you know, is that wafer. The light wafer notes. Yes. Right. Um, I feel like it's, it's, it smells exactly like a coffee. This smells rice. fabulous. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. So with a light fluffy head and I'm going to keep some of that head retention for, um, as I drink it. Cause I mm-hmm. want to get some of that head, um, in my flavor profile. In the mouth. Is, right? Well, should I we just drink it then? I think so. Oh, yeah. Wow. Why don't you guys start? We didn't talk about what color it is, uh, but I think we can all say a stout's a stout. And, uh, it is red. <laughs> no, it's... She's like a stout. That rich, rich chocolate uh, kind of um, color. So, Chris, I see that you're getting into it. Brett, you're getting into it. I see, I see some satisfied faces, I think. Yeah. Mm. No, I got a lot of the head in in the mouth there. Um, might have some on my mustache here, um, but yeah, this this is good. Um, not as much chocolate flavor, maybe as I was expecting coming through. Mm. A little more mocha. Let it, yeah, let it sit. Let it sit. I think it might come. Yeah, maybe a couple more sips um, to get out of it. But yeah, I, I think the coffee flavor presently is is dominating on this one. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. Little the chocolate is definitely coming in on the back end. As it, um, as it kind of warms up a bit, too, yes, I feel exactly. like as we get halfway through, we might might see some of that chocolate come through. Yeah. 
three hours from now, give me a lot more chocolate. Yeah, let's just, uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys in three solid hours. <laughs> we haven't done that. We'll do that eventually. Anyway. Um, <laughs> An all-nighter. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, the flavors that I'm getting to is a, I, I'm getting a, a strong wafer kind of feel to it. Um, the coffee is there, but I'm also getting the chocolate on, on kind of throughout. I was going to say kind of midway through, but really I, I'm still getting it kind of up front. Now I'm surprised that uh, producer Logan wasn't on the ball with this and uh, producer Logan's big on like, you know, getting the, um, ingredients or the thing that the beer is based out of. So where the heck is my coffee crisp? Well, I think he knew that you didn't like it. I don't care. I just wanted a free coffee. <laughs> <laughs> because it then we could have for... took the picture with the beer. There you go. I'm sure there probably would have been like some copyright laws that we would have got into. Sued oh, no, no. It's stiff, just a like, general comparison. You yeah. could just unwrap it and just have a chocolate uh, bar you, sitting there. You could have it in there saying, hey, this is a nice comparison of something that we'd pair nicely. Yeah. We you, believe this tastes similar. We would get I would rather the... pair this with a coffee crisp and blue cheese. I was just going <laughs> to say, we would dump the blue cheese and we'd add the coffee crisp. I will say, after drinking a little bit of it now, uh, pairing this with with blue cheese would probably be pretty weird. Right? Like I had um, offline, I had a uh, an M&M-ish, I don't want to say M&M, copyright, you never know, yeah. uh, cookie. And it actually is pairing very nicely with this. It's a that dessert. Chocolate coated. <laughs> a chocolate coated. <laughs> chocolate coated uh, cookie. cookie. There might have been an M on the little chocolate. Actually, piece. if you flip it upside down, it's a W. Yeah. There you go. As, <laughs> it's all stroke. about perspective. So, um, and it pairs really nicely with this. Like I'm like I, cle- I it cleansing does. it through. It's, it's yeah. nice, that chocolate on chocolate. Mm. Um, I'm enjoying this, but it doesn't matter if I'm enjoying it. There's some flavor profiles that we should probably go through. Brett, why don't you take these ones? Sure. I will do that. So number one, coffee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Is this mm-hmm. just a cup of coffee? <laughs> it's a little bit more than, it's definitely more than just that. coffee yeah. flavor for yeah. sure, but I would... Personally, I would put coffee as number one. Okay. Yeah. I concur. Yeah, I also do. Uh, number two is chocolate. Yeah, I, I would. So I, I would say the, the last few you know sips that I've had, I've been experiencing more of that chocolate. So I would say it, it, it would be a number two for me. And I think for me is because I had that cookie offline. You know, I might have been a little bit tainted on it. So I'm glad right. to see that you are coming around to it. Because I was already there, but I already had some chocolate probably in my palate. A little residue. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if, where this would go if I had a coffee crisp. Uh, number three. <laughs> we'll just never know. <laughs> How are we going to know? Creamy. Um, not so much. And I'm going to hold off on the rest of my comments until the next two come. Fair enough. Chris? Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Four. Do you Can I just do a, four and five yeah, together? Yeah, do it as a package. Yeah. So yeah. number four is vanilla. Number five is smooth. Yeah, so my comments now coming in is the creamy vanilla smooth three four five combo. I would say that I'd go kind of it. I'm getting the vanilla, but that's obviously kind of induced by the waiver, or sorry, wafer, um, not the waiver wire, the wafer wire. <laughs> wire. There we go. Uh, we'll do the the vanilla and smooth. They're kind of coming through. So I'm not getting a whole lot of creaminess. No. I think um, it is a smooth beer, but it's not a creamy beer. I agree, and this is not overly thick which you might no, it's not. get sometimes on a stout like this. Um, and, you know, kind of lower on the ABV uh, than other like pastry stouts where they might be, you know, kind of closer to 10 kind of thing. So, um, but yes, I agree. I would say there is some vanilla, but it does also go down uh, nice and smooth. No, no, I it definitely goes down very smooth. I think it, thinking back to the Viva La Stout and the uh, Caramel wine that they have, 
Um, it almost seems like obviously it's the same base, just with the different flavor thrown in, right? And, Probably, yeah. And that's why I really enjoyed their stouts. Yeah. Um, because they are something that my my brain can go to as a reference point. And I can cross-check and say, okay, yes, this makes sense. This flavor's here. This flavor's here. Yes, no, yes, no. Um, going back to Chris's point about the ABV and being a little bit lower, this is a nice kind of beer. Like, I could have two of these um, after dinner or something yep. um, and be good. And, like, totally. and really just enjoy that experience of having these flavors kind of come out. Um, I'm, it's almost like pairing with, like, an after eight if you wanted to kind of mix in a little bit of, like, a chocolate and mint. Even mint would kind of go with this, right? Like, if you're kind yeah. of going with uh, something to kind of pair it with. Or um, everybody's favorite, uh, chocolate chip mint ice cream. Uh, right, guys? <laughs> it's better than blue cheese. Yeah. I tell you, it's it's very polarizing, right? It's not my number one ice yeah. cream flavor. No, right I will That's say, though, like, sure. on the can, obviously, it says sweet and satisfying. And I think this beer hits that point of being both sweet but yeah. satisfying at the same time, right? But not overly sweet, which is nice. Yes. Are you guys ready? Move on? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right, so let's get to some thoughts from untapped users. Brett, you got one. Chris, you're on number two. Yes. So the first one comes from Ryan K, and his handle is Ryan Kleinow. On February 5th, Sawdust continues to knock this series out of the park. I do agree with that. Uh, super rich and chocolatey, but not overdone. Well-balanced, 4.25 out of 5. Nice. Uh, so the next one comes from Disco D, and the handle is Ryan Trussler. So another Ryan on February 3rd commented, mmm, very smooth, creamy, and tasty. Great to sip on by a fire on a cold night. And Ryan gave it a four out of five. What about you? Well, I can see that. Yeah, uh, I would probably, I think I'm going to peg this one. This is not their the best out that they've made, but it's still good. I'm going to give it a 4.25 out of five. Seems to be a theme in the episode. I'm also going to give it a uh, 4.25. Uh, Chris and I are just sitting on the same wavelength here. Wow. Sitting on the same dock. Yep. Watching the tide roll. Are you sitting on the same dock as us? Or are you going to go uh, a couple over yonder there? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Sorry, please see. <laughs> for this torture which I've endured. Producer um, Logan? Oh, wait. He left. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it the 4.25. Oh, I was, you are on the same dock. Yeah, I was hovering there for a bit, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give the 425. Now, producer Logan is a little bit lower um, than us, and they're going to give it a 3.25. Um, should have paired it with a coffee crisp. Yeah, <laughs> Logan's across the lake. He's, yeah. he's out there. We'll wave to him. Yeah. You know what? Let's put him in a canoe or a kayak without some paddles and send him on his way. <laughs> yeah. Give him the old Viking send-off. Yeah. What do you guys think? No, I think <laughs> sure. All right, I mean, we're good. I feel like we need him back next week, though, for a producer special. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Just give us give us a topic. We, we got we got some other ones in the you know yeah queued up yeah, yeah. queued up. We're fine. There we go. Um, so yeah, actually, Logan said uh, they're hoping for more vanilla. Um, bigger fan of the previous beers in the series. Um, so I guess that series is the stouts. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people that stout the ass like uh, you know. Yes. Yeah, like dessert stouts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to see a peanut butter cup or an O. Henry editions. Um, so I guess you'd. Call I don't it... think either one of those is going to have more vanilla in it, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, 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 guess, so. like, I don't think the intent was for this to have a whole lot of vanilla. No. 
No, right? I like, wasn't. And I think that's kind of like unjustifiable in this. It's like there's, you're trying to get the wafer stout, and I get that, but maybe the vanilla aspect wasn't supposed to be kind of like predominant, right? Yeah. Like more well, chocolate, Versus more the vanilla stout and the Aztec, which is going to have more vanilla in it because it's more of a sweetness to versus this like coffee crisp based one, which doesn't really have any. You want to have that coffee forward yeah. and then the chocolate. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, Chris, what's that give us? So that's giving us an overall score of 4.0 right on the nose with no need around oh, thank god so that concludes the review of soda city and the beers provided for today's episode all right and we've kind of alluded to this several times but we're gonna be right back to discuss cottages all right we're just chilling right now on our dock and we're gonna talk about cottages it's a little cold though it's a little cold chilling yeah, on the dock of the bay there you go Beautiful. Mine's, yeah. mine's more like toes in the water, ass in the sand, but okay. Hey, you well, could do that. More of, yeah. You know where you could do that? Where? Portugal? <laughs> a cottage. A, well, you could if you had a yeah. beach, for sure. Yeah, yeah beach access. So we're going to talk about cottages, of course, because Gravenhurst is really, you know, in the heart of cottage country in Ontario here. So um, kind of, you know, talk about whether we have cottages, whether we like cottages, what do we like about them, blah, blah, blah. Um, so in terms of do we have one? Um, we'll kind of go round table. I do not have a cottage. Um, do you guys have cottages? I have one through marriage. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to elaborate? Or yeah. yeah. Yes. My, my in-laws have a cottage. There you go. Yes. So I, you, I you, don't, you don't have a cottage. You well, use a cottage. Sure. That's we'll go there. Yeah, yeah. Good, good I, have, I have access to a cottage, access to a cottage. whenever okay, I would like it. Go. Yes, okay. There you go. That's almost the best part, right? Is like having access rather All than... All the reward, no risk. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No payment, but like, yeah. can you use it? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I was going to say something about payment, but I guess not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I still, you stole me money here. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, that, that's never the case, and you know that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, I do not have one, no. No. And I don't have access uh, through marriage. Uh, to one. <laughs> Neither I think, do I. I feel like I should mention You have that. access through my marriage to one, though. I do. I could use your marriage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's reuse your marriage, my boy. Well, Logan doesn't have one either, nor does he no. have access to one in marriage because he's not married. So, Yet. Yeah. There you Soon, go. though. Maybe. Um, Maybe. Yeah. We, things, hey, jury's still out. Things happen. Yep. So, since neither, none of us have an actual cottage of our own, um, would you like to have a cottage? Is that something you would want to have? So me personally, like I'm kind of on the fence. So yes, it would be yeah, nice. Your wife isn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, it would be nice to have a place to go to, you know, experience cottage life and, and that. But kind of what we just said is, you know, having to maintain it, close it up in the winter. If it's not, you know, winterized, that sort of thing. I'm not sure I'm interested in that part you of it. You could pay somebody to do that, though. You could, yes. But I don't think you will. Eh, probably not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, so you're you're on the fence. I'm on the fence. I would say... Official there's, status. There's pros the and cons, yep, um, sure. and I'm not sure which way I would land. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm Yes, I would eventually like one. I do have, uh, obviously, access to one, and I have a, another good friends of ours that also have access to one, so... Um, that we actually stayed at. Tyler and I stayed at uh, last year. Um, with others. With others. Like, 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 <laughs> <laughs> about 17 other people. Yeah, was, he, was he accessing your marriage? Uh, at that? <laughs> 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 
Let's well, just... I mean, I mean, I think they were sitting in the hot tub together. We were. <laughs> yeah, to like three in the morning. Yeah. What a great I, time. Yeah, it was lovely. Uh, baseball the next day, not so lovely. Actually, we didn't. Yeah, we're actually, undefeated. We're undefeated. I had a great game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was fine. Please. Anyway, um, yeah, I think eventually I would uh, like one. Um, I would like... So our drive to Point Clark is about an hour and a half. I think that's about a good enough drive for me. I wouldn't want it to be, you know, three, Do you have a hours. specific street and number that you're on? Uh, yes, I do, actually. Uh, <laughs> 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 so you'd like it to be closer or further? What, what do you think? No, I think the hour and a half time frame or distance is perfect. Yep. I wouldn't want it to be three, four, five hours. Sure. That way, if, you know, something randomly happens, that you can easily get up there, no problem. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like where we are, like where I where I live, to Muskoka, for example, if there's no traffic, hole. that's like six hours. Yeah, that's a long way. You probably go. want one like Port Stanley somewhere down there, right? Well, yeah, I mean that's like ten minutes away, but yeah, exactly. yeah worth it at that yeah. point, right? Like uh, a little bit further than yeah, that, because you know I mean. yeah, but yes, definitely closer than that. Something on probably Lake Erie. Yeah. yeah so for myself, I I do want one. Um, where I'm kind of at right now is I, I'm going to be looking at housing, uh, first and foremost. Yes. <laughs> Tyler is homeless currently. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would like like a home first, um, but I am open to rental properties, and I've done kind of like the Airbnb yes. rental property kind of aspect before. Um, I think it's totally attainable, and um, I would be interested in doing like a partnership on on like owning a cottage. And I mean, yeah. it kind of floated out. I mean, you're you're your wife, uh, Chris, and I talked about it briefly one time, yep. um, but would totally be open to, to something like that. And we can discuss those finer details of opening, closing, winterization. Uh, for me, I would like to, uh, you know, I'll save this point for a little bit later on. I'll, I'll come back to it. Okay, cool. Um, so in terms of, obviously we've established that none of us have cottages, but I think generally we'd all be happy with having them. Uh, oh, we forgot Logan. He, no, we didn't. He, he's yelling at me. So he would not be opposed to having a cottage, uh, but would rather allocate that money to traveling the world. So wants to be a world traveler. I mean, you could do both. Yeah, you could. I mean, big fan <laughs> of the, he is a big fan of the cruises, though. Yeah. Oh, loves a good cruise. Yes. Yeah, sure. I'm just saying, like, it. Anything is achievable. Just, I heard. I heard Logan likes Baltimore. Huge so. Baltimore guy. Yeah. Yeah. Cruising Phil- in Baltimore, Philadelphia too. <laughs> Philadelphia freedom. But not Washington, D.C. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Chris. All right. Just, keep in, this going. So in terms of qualities that we would want in a cottage, is there anything kind of specific? I mean, me personally, I would definitely want very easy access to water, whether that's either right on the waterfront, like having your own dock or whether that's on a beach. Um, that would be ideal, of course. And then, you know, having a boat would be pretty cool, too, to... Yeah, really, I know. it's getting up there, right? Really, okay. So, see, me, the, oh, sorry, just before you, yeah, I just kind of go off that. So, the boats, and we talked about my trip there a little bit in Portugal, and I was yeah. looking at the marinas and all that. Like, boats are so much upkeep. And oh, like, I know. It, again, like, I couldn't justify it. Uh, maybe like a little fishing boat, but like nothing big. So, we'll talk about this yeah. offline when, when we go to into business about uh, cottage <laughs> rentals. Uh, yeah, maybe I don't know if I'll learn from you guys. We'll see. Anyway, you know what? Just an idea. Craft beer connoisseurs cottages. Oh, yeah. there you go. The four C's. What we could do? <laughs> no, there's there's a there's a B. Craft beer connoisseurs cottages. That's four C's. That's three. that's three. 
Oh, and yeah. there's a bee. <laughs> craft here. <laughs> but what we could do is we could have we could have a cottage that we rent out that we make sure that we've got uh, at least two tap lines in it. There you go. That was going to be my kegerator. <laughs> yes. And there's the transition. Yes, part. Go thank ahead. You. I would like a kegerator uh, in the cottage. I will get there very very soon. Um, so in terms of the two cottages that I would frequent, I'm going to say frequent. Um, they both have waterfront access within a matter of a three minute walk. Um, nice. one just across the street. One is just a, like have a river that r- runs through. Um, the one thing you're talking about the boats, what I would suggest is get yourself like one of them blow up kayaks. Cause then they don't take up a lot of space sure. in storage. Right. Um, I'm not a huge, like not a water connoisseur by any stretch of the imagination, yep. but I do enjoy sitting on the water occasionally with a cold beer in my hand. Cause who doesn't? Um, other than that, uh, you know, electricity would be good. Yes, AC? yes, that's a <laughs> that's a plus. <laughs> Maybe some furniture, uh, some oh, internet. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah. So, um, kind of going back to to what I was saying before, and I kind of stopped my point is, uh, we rented cottages growing up as well, and so I yeah. I've have enjoyed them throughout my life, and um, it's the reason why I would want one again. Waterfront, it would be great. Um, but again, within like a three to five minute walk isn't, isn't too bad. Um, what I would be looking at for like a personal cottage is actually not really a personal. I'd be looking at as a business opportunity because there's only so much time you can allocate for yourself out there. So I'd be looking at it as a rental opportunity. Uh, so I would want to make sure that the amenities were there for it to be used as a rental, um, which would include some of those things, whether the electricity is there or not. If I was doing something that was personal, I'd go something smaller and, and, and use solar, um, not a big deal. I'd probably be more of a shack because I wouldn't spend a whole lot of time in it, but I'd be looking at something from a business perspective. So making sure you're close to the water, easy access, um, electricity would be good. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah. that's great. No, you want that one, but, <laughs> but, 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 but yeah, indoor plumbing. What plumbing. an idea. <laughs> plumbing, a heck of a concept. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I would also like something probably on Lake Huron. Uh, it's, it's, my favorite lake. We've actually discussed this previously in the podcast. Um, but I, I would go back to, yeah. to Lake Huron and having something up probably like, um, up in the top, like Tobamori or Owen Sound or Solid Beach where I, like Clark and Amberley is a great location. Not Co- good enough. Cold no. water though. Oh it, yeah. It, Close to me. That but it, it, can, it can be nice. Like Sobble, beautiful beach, yeah. good tourists. So there's also like good potential for rentals. And oh, Airbnb. for sure. Yeah, for so sure. I want something like that. It's a far enough drive. So it's under the three hour mark. Um, which is good enough to be like, I know I'm escaping for... Yeah, it feels like you're yes. getting away. Right? Okay. So that, that's where I'm at. Uh, do you want to say Logan's or yeah. do you want me to do? So Logan, uh, again, waterfront. He loves that space. Uh, and then, yeah, close enough to home that he can enjoy, enjoy it enough. So again, kind of that same thing, balancing between not too far, uh, but far enough where you feel like you're away from home. So... Uh, that's basically our thoughts on cottages. Um, maybe we'll just kind of wrap it up as we chill here dockside. All right. Thanks guys for hanging out. That's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as the craft beer connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite cottage owner. Yeah, you want to suck up to those guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. They got the moolah. <laughs> so from all of us, I'm producer Logan. I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>